0: United Women Podcast episode two. This week I sat down with Buddy Holiday of Downtown Tattoo in Las Vegas, Nevada. One of my favorite tattooers, one of my favorite tattoo shops, and uh, I think one of the first tattoo shops I ever guest spotted at. Regardless, great man, great tattooer, great friend, great business owner, and um, I'm just a big fan, you know? And after a long day of work, we got to sit down and hang out and chat about his career a bit, and this is what I had to share with you for a little bit. So uh, without further ado, this is the Buddy Holiday interview. Alright. Welcome bitches. Welcome to the best tattoo shop in the goddamn world. I'm here with Buddy Holiday. My favorite tattooer, and uh, he owns Downtown Tattoo, the most flash in Vegas for sure. Ceiling is covered. How many square? What's the square footage on this thing? Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred it is. Like, it's. I
1: think we have like thirteen hundred sheets of hand painted flash. Like
0: that makes sense. Eleven by fourteen. It's almost like every square footage there's a sheet. Yeah. Are you taking stuff down to put new stuff up, or what are you doing?
1: We just keep adding to the ceiling and finding more spots. Like, the hallway was just random paintings. Right, so just right. Flash to that. And.
0: I thought about if you could do, like, maybe not here, but, like, if you could, like, epoxy them down to the floor or something crazy. That'd be sweet. Because at my old shop, I did, like, I would painted stuff and blew it up, and, like, I did, like, on the floor, and I was like, ooh, what if I had all the tiny tattoo like, just squares? Almost, like, if you made tiles, but oh, they're yeah. all flash, you know? That'd but, be sweet. I don't know. I followed this uh, Instagram page, like, Kabuki tile or something weird. You huh. know what I'm talking about? No? Uh-uh. it was. It's just like this weird, almost like ASMR thing of like these videos of these people like coloring in tiles. And I'm like, man, it'd be cool to like learn how to paint a tile and like oh, you could yeah. do like a flash tile.
1: Yeah, like they do like the Spanish tiles. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. That'd
1: be cool. I think yeah. what we're going to start doing is like some of the older sheets hang them like mm. together like a, yeah. like a streamer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thing. Kind of like those like different colored flags people hang up type exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about doing that with the um, that scrapbook dealio I was doing, trying like string them up and hang them across and stuff. You have more stuff hanging off the ceiling since last time I've been here for sure. I think so. Oh shit! You got this—the Scott Boyer, the the Pharaoh's horses up thing, yep.
1: and the uh, the welcome flag too, the oh, one with the eagle.
0: Yeah. And is it the Black Eye barbershop thing I saw on the? Yeah, that yeah, thing's cool. does on the window too, decked two. out, dude. Yeah. Yes. So, I tattoo you all the time, but I don't like know where you started. You're from Vegas. How'd you get into tattooing?
1: Well, um, it was like, in junior high, was like my first exposure to tattooing. Mm. Because uh, I was friends with these little cholo kids. Well, I was little too. Mm-hmm. But uh, their dad just got out of prison. Sick. And he showed them. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and he showed them how to uh, make a, a prison machine. Ooh. And showed them how to like make stencils and all that. Whoa. And so I would go over and hang out with them and they were always drawing. So I'd like draw, but you know, we were looking at like all the teenage old magazines Whoa. and copying shit out of that. And so they were tattooing each other, but I knew my dad wouldn't be too pumped. So I didn't get it. So you any. were just
0: like drawing with them and hanging out around it. Yeah.
1: And I saw like how they made them. So yeah. then fast forward to high school, I had a friend who was like giving himself like stick and poke tattoos on his arms I was like, dude, I know how we could go a little faster. Oh, yeah. So then I made him one of those. And then I was like, well, fuck, man. I had, like, gotten tattooed at a shop in Hesperia.
0: Really? Already?
1: Yeah, well, when I was, like, 16. Oh, shit. I got tattooed at a shop when I was visiting my mom. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't know. Right. And the guy just said, like. Whatever, just tell me you're eighteen. I was like, All right, whatever. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. It was like a hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. I think I talked them down from hundred and twenty. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Smooth operator. Yeah.
1: And then uh so I uh w- I was like, Well fuck it, I'm gonna tattoo myself since I can't afford anymore So right. I did like a couple on myself, on like friends and and are
0: you making all different weird Walkman contraptions, or do you have the one tat-gat ready to rock always?
1: I've made a few. Like, I like I was in the mindset, like, I want my own right. to, like, tattoo me because, like, I don't want, you know, yeah. I don't want any, like, weird shit. Right. But, yeah, like, I just, like, I had, like, a few different ones, and then I remember, like, I sold one to somebody and <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. And then uh, my friend Nick is the guy that I showed how, Nick Prince. Okay. I showed him how to um, to make the machine. And he would start going crazy on himself. And then out of high school, he uh, he got uh, an apprenticeship. Right. At a shop in town called Sin City Tattoo. Okay. And at that point, he had already ordered one of those uh, Spalding and Roger kits from Ooh. the back of the magazine.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And How do so, you get a hold of the magazine?
1: Uh, tattoo magazine? Oh, it was just
0: in the tattoo magazine? They were in the back all the time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he, like, ordered one. I think he did, like, a COD or whatever. Right. And then, so, like, that shit was, like... He didn't need it anymore because he was buying like the you know the yeah. professional stuff while, right, during yeah. his apprenticeship, so I bought it off him for like I don't know, forty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I started tattooing with those, and that was extremely frustrating. Really? Yeah, because I just didn't know what I was doing, you know. And that, well,
0: especially with the little like prison rubbery, it just spins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, machine, that, you had to kind of like, how's this? What's the yeah, different Yeah, it's really it makes noise.
1: Vibrating. Really weird. Right. So like, I don't. I had done probably like few dozen you know right. homemade ones and then that like once i had the like like the spalding rogers kit i was like done with it i was like this is frustrating so i just really? put it away yeah huh. and then after my friend was done like you know he'd been tattooing like a couple years or whatever and i wasn't really doing much and uh he offered me an apprenticeship he's like my, my boss is looking for someone to clean the shop oh shit and uh, yeah mike stevens and then uh so i i was like all right cool we were drunk at the bar you know it's like 21, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll come by tomorrow, and I'll, you know, and then, like, the next week, he's like, what happened to you? I was like, oh, shit, man, I forgot. You forgot <laughs> but, you had an apprenticeship. No, Well, it was, yeah, I didn't even know it was going to be an apprenticeship, you know? Right. He's like, well, show up tomorrow, or, or, it's, or it's done, you know? He said, like, you know, yeah. he, you're out if you don't come in. So I went, and I didn't even know I wanted to do it, because it was frustrating already, you know? I was like, fuck, man, like, I don't know what, this shit, like, I tried it already, and it sucked. You thought you were just going to get it right out the gate? I don't know what I was expecting. I was mm-hmm. young and naive. So I uh, went to the shop, and I was, like, I was like sweeping them up in the floors. And I was, like, looking around. I remember he had, like, all these, like, Sailor Jerry sheets up top, mm-hmm. on the, like, top row. I was like, man, that shit's cool. It was the first time i seen that shit. And I was like, all right. And were you I tattooed like this. at
0: this point besides the one in Hesperia? Or Yeah.
1: At, by this point, I've been going to this guy Magic in town, mm-hmm. this old uh, – old like gangster dude and he done like a bunch of cool stuff on me so. oh, okay cool yeah he did this like black did nick do
0: anything on. on you back in the day when he was apprenticing or anything like that
1: yeah in an apprenticeship he did this cadillac okay i've then, always uh,
0: noticed that one on you that one like stands out so yeah, bold and
1: then i don't know what else he did, he did like a couple on my legs and okay. sparrow right here
0: yeah so, so you were at Sin City when you started out?
1: No, no. So, this is, uh, they both left there. Okay. And Mike opened up Tattoo Asylum, mm. and Nick worked for him. <coughs> and then, uh, so, yeah, that, you know, after that, I was like, all right, I want this. Because right. I, don't, I don't even think I was comfortable, like, working for free, you know what I mean? Was right. Like, but then, uh, after that, I, like, talked to my dad. I was living at home still, or moved back home. Right. And then my dad thought I was an idiot, but he was right. supportive of it. Damn. So I like delivered pizzas at night. And did that in the day. That's what's
0: cool about Vegas. Like Ryan was telling me that he was like bartending and then apprenticing at the same time. Like seems like you could kind of make it happen. There's work at yeah, any hour. Yeah, it's a twenty four hour town. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's cool. Something like that'd be hard. It seems like a definitely leg up on making it happen opposed to other places. You know.
1: I think so. Yeah. 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 Places everything closes at like nine. Yeah. 9:00. How do
0: you how do you make a living and do that? Like you can kind of you can kind of get in later. I feel like other places like you you have to be. 18, like if you miss the prime, how do you get in? How do you afford to like sacrifice all that? Yeah. You know what I mean you miss
1: that gap? Yeah, and I like delivering pizzas. I was like the late guy. Yeah. Know? Which is cool because I was the only guy that could stay that late. So I made all the tips.
0: And... Mm. So, how was your apprenticeship? Was it hard? Was it easy? Was it wild? Was it short?
1: It, it was rough. Yeah. Got my life threatened a bunch of times. Really? So, yeah. Mike, Mike, I love Mike, but he's a hard guy to work for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he was a good dude. He, like, he always made sure I had food. Yeah. He was a chef before he tattooed. So, oh. like, he... Uh, right when I started there is when he met his wife. They're not divorced, but they have a kid together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, like, taking her to all the fancy restaurants in town. Mm. And they were, like, always... I. I was like, man, these guys never eat all their food. But I found out later, because I still tattoo her. She's, you know, So were you, were you stealing, like, their leftovers and stuff? He was ordering too much food, so he made sure that I was getting... I was eating without, like, letting me know.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and, like, on, on like, Fridays and Saturdays, he'd, like, find out, like, you know, we're going to the bar or whatever, and he would, like, slip me some money so I could buy some beers or whatever. Oh, that's cool. He, he was cool without... Without being cool. You know mm. what I mean? Like, he would... He he gave me a rough time, which was pretty awesome. I'm pretty thankful for...
0: Yeah, you don't realize that till, till after. Yeah. You know? it took me a long time to, re- to, like, really value. I didn't value my apprenticeship until I had to, like, run my own shop, and then it all clicked super quick. I was like, yes, I get it now. Yes, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I remember we had some, like, arguments about me trying to do conventions, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was leaving the station empty for, like, four or five days at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like... What the fuck's his problem? But then once I own a shop and people are trying to do that to me, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I get Right, it. <laughs> cover your shift at least, you know? It's weird too
0: now. It's like it all seems so obvious, but like, I don't know. Common kinda, sense is so common sometimes, especially when you're young.
1: Yeah. you kind of feel like everyone owes you. And yeah. You're like, well, I'm giving this guy like this yeah. this percentage. You're like, no, that dude's like giving you that but it, and but it's bringing all, in people
0: for you. But it's like it, 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 it skips – down the line because the client thinks that too the client thinks like oh he's making a hundred bucks an hour it's like you think he's like say he charges a hundred hours or whatever you think he's tattooing the full eight hours a day maybe he didn't tattoo for two days like and then he's yeah. paying a percentage to the shop They're like well the shop's like well how do you think the shop's open and of course the shop takes a percentage they don't like the client doesn't get the trickle and then the new tattooer doesn't get the trickle and like it, yeah. no one gets it I think they think there's way more money in it than there is even if there is money in it like there's that much hard work behind that money
1: yeah and like it's not
0: passive income
1: yeah you you own shops and, yeah you know i own a shop and i like you know that like there's a lot of extra work that comes into play and
0: if you're making money it's only because if you're making a lot it's only because you're doing that much more it's yeah. never just happening
1: yeah yeah you know? and it seems like the busier you are the busier the shop is the mm-hmm. more pain in the ass everything becomes yeah. for you and yeah
0: yeah that's real. So how long were you we at that spot for?
1: I was there a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, and then I started getting ahead of myself, and he, oh. yeah, was that
0: <laughs> like in the conventions were rolling around and stuff? Yeah, and like
1: started trying to do them, you know, on my own. He take he took me to like Inkslingers Ball. Oh, cool! Yeah, a couple of times and uh, other conventions. There was like this one in denver yeah yeah and he paid for them all and everything i still gave him my 50 percent but he paid for my room and everything yeah that's cool which is great you know yeah yeah
0: that's an easy way in then yeah yeah but they're all crashing together anyways and you just have to go and just hang out yeah
1: but then like i did i did one without him and i came back i I think i came back with some attitude or something Mm. i i'm sure i did and then he fired me on my day off Really? (laughs) Yeah, I was unpacking my stuff from the just overstepped
0: your bounds or what?
1: I don't know. It's just like when I was gone, he gave my station away and like hired a new dude, and it's you know, I looking back at how I was then, I probably deserved it. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. What What are conventions like back then? They were cool, man. I tried to do one like a few years ago, or Mm -hmm. did a couple, and they're a lot different now. I don't like them. Yeah, it's like. And I I get I get it, but everyone's got their Instagram name on their banner because that's how people know you, you you know. But like, I don't have that kind of name, like. Dude,
0: Buddy Holiday, that shit's smooth.
1: No, but I don't have that kind of reputation where people (laughs) are are seeking me out to, you know, in some strange city I've never been to before.
0: Have you seen that? Did you see that meme the other day on Money Malarkey. It was like a like a straight bill hat and then one of those dildo tattoo machines and like a bulky watch. And it says, "I came here to win all the yeah." <laughs>
1: dude i love that page It's <laughs> pretty good
0: <laughs> yeah. i wasn't even aware of it and then uh when i was hanging out with Ozzy the other day when i was doing the podcast with him he made me aware of it i'd seen the page in passing and then i he's like dude dude and he kept quoting it and i was just missing every mark of every joke <laughs> and i went through and like dug deep in it and now i love it
1: oh shit yeah yeah that's great have you seen the american counter guy
0: no what's that
1: uh the guy works at uh iron tiger <laughs> fucking, uh, it's a counter guy and they're mm-hmm. great, man. They're,
0: they make memes too. Or what? A,
1: yeah. But it's like that, you know, like the counter guy just gets all the shit yeah. and it's, you can tell this dude's just like, you know, been a counter guy for a while. Right. And the best, the best one was, uh, uh, he, it was like, uh, was it? McDuck, mm-hmm. and he's like uh, swimming in the in all the coins. Yeah, and it said, uh, "When the boss invites you over to to go swimming," <laughs> and then and then at the bottom it said, "Did you get your shift covered?" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I need to follow that page. That's good. I'll tag you on something.
0: <laughs> Please, yeah. <laughs> so then, so what'd you do after your exit? Where would you go next?
1: So I I went. Well, okay, we had, we had uh, he fired me twice. Really? Yeah. So he fired me. not that time it was like another time it was like whatever and they like try to see if I could handle it on my own I went to this place called On the Wild Side yeah Yeah. they would give you a free oil change or a razor scooter with a tattoo
0: what well how I don't know did they have like a hook up with like did they change oil at the tat shop no (laughs) it was weird wait so like logistically so are they giving you a receipt to go to or would they a coupon yeah okay the apprentice out there changing oil in the back okay weird
1: yeah that place uh, he had a bunch around town it was this guy Sharky he died a few years after I worked for him but mm-hmm. uh, he was this old biker dude
0: you gotta have like a weird gimmick to be on the strip to be able to afford to be there you gotta have some weird thing Yeah. Huh?
1: yeah that dude he, he was the first person I ever knew that walked around with a gun oh yeah yeah, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Can
0: you you can have guns out here
1: though, right? It's pretty common. Yeah, he had like the license for it. And shit. Okay,
0: is Arizona looser than here with gun laws or same Arizona? Thing? I don't know. I know people have guns in Arizona and guns in Texas. I figured, I guess, the same thing. Same thing. It's like the yeah. Wild West out here. I remember the first time. I think it was like the seven year anniversary here, and it's when uh, Christian and Preston and Jake <coughs> and Christine were all here, and I met them, and then I went and guest spotted with them out in Tucson shortly after. And the first thing I saw when I went to Tucson, like I parked my car in front of their shop, and there was like I'll never forget it. It was this biker dude, and he had like, he had like an AK forty seven on his back. Holy shit! Yeah, and then he had, and he had like a like a vest with a, you know like no shirt on, like you know tats on and shit, ponytail, like really classic. And then he he was riding his motorcycle. And he, he wasn't wearing a helmet, which you don't have to, right? Yeah. So no helmet, AK forty seven on the back. And and a beer in his hand. Oh shit! I don't know how he's shifting. Like I don't know. What he's <laughs> he's <just> like, <laughs> I don't know. But he was doing it, and it was it was so bizarre. And I, I was just like, like, and it's weird that only one of those things was illegal. You know? Yeah. And um, and Christian's like, oh yeah, that's that's Tucson, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It just it was. I'd never seen anything like it. It was, it. I don't know. I don't know if it was an anomaly or if that is that common there. But it was. Fucking wild.
1: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like I never even seen it. It's big like race in like Arizona where he's got like the yeah. guns on the
0: back. Right. Yeah. It was a trip, dude. Yeah, that's a cool little that's a cool little town. I only went out there that one time and I'll be out there in a couple days, but yeah, I've never uh I don't know, we'll see if I see some weird shit again, you know. Yeah.
1: Probably will, dude.
0: Right. So so the boss carrying around a gun, he says like a pistol
1: on his hip or this what? Is, well, it was concealed. Okay. The only reason I knew he had it was because the cops came one time for some shit. Some people, like, I can't remember. I think they were, like, acting up in the shop or whatever. Right. And he had to kick him out, and then they called the cops. And then uh. as soon as they showed up, he's like, I got a CCW. I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm. But that shop was cool because, uh, I mean, it was it was a shitty shop, and no one really good worked there. But I, I met Mark Rude. Mm. Mark Rude, he illustrated a bunch of uh, Misfits album covers. Really? Yeah.
0: Whoa.
1: And then he was an old uh, tattooer from New York, and yeah. he was doing an underground in his apartment Whoa. like he explained to me how his apartment was it was like the front was like a tattoo shop with flash and everything and then you got to a certain point point you couldn't go back and that's where he lived huh it's pretty cool he said he even tattooed like cops there and shit like that Whoa. because like it was just it was just illegal it didn't mean like the cops really wanted to fuck with him you know
0: so, so was the shop it was a storefront where you could basically see it was a tattoo shop no
1: I, he said you I, from oh, what, so what I remember because this was shop? like fucking yeah like 2000 2001 or whatever right. and uh he said like you had to go up like a regular apartment building, but mm. everyone just knew like oh that's the tattoo right. guy's apartment.
0: There's a certain like romanticism to that. Like I like the I like that. Like especially when you hear people like like in, in Korea or Japan, like the shop's kind yeah. of, I don't know, for some reason it's like my friend Jake went out there on his Instagram story, he kinda of like busted the spot on his story, which sure made no difference. But like he walked out of the shop And then, like, it's, like, down a hallway, and it was just, like, you would never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, if you don't know, you don't know. And I think it's, like, something kind of cool about that. only people know, know. Yeah.
1: You know? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, I mean, early 2000s, there were shops out here like that, too. Like, Kent Kelly, I think, was tattooing out of some, like, private studio for a while. From what i heard. Right. There was a guy, Victor Whitmill, who had, like, this shop upstairs that, like, Doing killer work, but you never would know it was there. I heard right. it was like just like the tiniest letters that said tattoo on the door, you know. That's high. Yeah. But like back then it was all word of mouth and it was before like the internet and stuff like that. See, I or can't, i there was internet but there wasn't like social media. Like it's so
0: easy to do that now, but I think back then that was like a big feat. But then I don't know, I just can't imagine being like appointment only just off of word of mouth and tat mags, you know? Like I, yeah. I feel like you I don't know, I feel like I feel like Anyone who's popular can make some shit kind of happen. Like, I don't know. It's, I feel it's harder than it's ever been and it's easier than it's ever been. It's like a, I don't know. How do you feel about that with social media and stuff coming into play with tattooing?
1: Uh, I mean, I've accepted it now. Yeah, you have to. It's a bummer it doesn't work more for my benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that popular on it, but I don't know. It, it's frustrating because you, right. like, I think we were talking about earlier. Like, there's guys that can't draw like i know we all we all pull designs right like we right. all pull from the same designs but there's guys that are like obviously cannot draw mm-hmm. and they're just pulling old designs and they're doing um the same quality as some of my good friends that like can draw you know what i mean right. and you're just like but they have like i don't know a followers yeah tons right. of followers as opposed to like dudes that like have friends that are doing body suits that are fucking awesome mm-hmm. and you're just like why does this guy only have 2,000 followers and this guy's got 100,000 and it's like...
0: Yeah, I don't think that the f- number of followers reflects the quality of the Instagram, you know? Yeah. Especially like, I don't know. It's a weird thing to wrestle with, but it is it is important. It is a thing, you know? I find myself like, I, I don't want to like complain and be left behind by any means. I'm trying to like ride yeah, the wave. Right. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? But on the same note, I'm also very like not trusting in riding that wave. Like like I started my mailing list like a few months back and I'm just trying to get one of sign up for the mailing list, sign up for the mailing list, sign up for the mailing list, I'm only putting out dates there. And I just like I I it, Instagram could be my space. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and I just I just so afraid of like and even like a couple of years ago my Instagram got hacked and like someone took it and deleted all my shit off of it and then and I got it back through Instagram's actual Instagram somehow. Um and that kind of fucked me for a while because that happened right when the algorithm had, like, changed. So I had, like, no more tagged photos. Like, no one... A bunch of people had blocked me because I had told them to block that page. Oh, and then shit. so when I got it back, like, no one was seeing my stuff at all. And and um, I don't know. I just, like... But it seems like... I don't know how someone makes it without social media right now. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, I
1: mean, I get a lot of business from it, and I don't even have that much of a following, you know? Right. Like, I... I put on there like, hey, I got some time today and people will actually show up. Right. Which is weird. It seems desperate to put it up, but like
0: mm.
1: it works, so why why not do it? Absolutely, you know? yeah. So I mean it's a tool. It's now a tool in our toolbox. Yeah. And I feel like you're dumb not to use it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's free. Yeah.
1: I mean you don't have to you don't have to uh like do the what is it, the sponsored ads right, or anything. Yeah. You don't have to do that and you just Everything's online, too. There's, like, people have broken it down to where the perfect time of day on each day... I don't think
0: that matters anymore.
1: Yeah, but I mean... I think it mattered at a point.
0: I think that I think that it's like this ever-growing, ever-changing thing, and you can't rely on that thing because next week that thing's not a thing.
1: It could be true, but I mean... It's worth a shot. No, you're right. to, try yeah. to do it, and I mean, I mean, I mean, helps. You, you could do a little research and and find out what has worked for other people. It's right. all out there. It's you know, there was a trick that easy. I had
0: like a this was a couple of years ago. My friend Kelly told me about it, and I would um I'd post my photo and then I would let it run through its cycle and it'd be dead in a few hours. And then I would like copy and paste the hashtags on the photo and like after I edit it, post it, and Instagram would pick it up like if it was a new post. And then it would it would run through a cycle of whatever the hashtags would bring. Oh, okay. And that worked good. But then I found that the hashtags seemed to be kind of pointless because, like, no one uses hashtags honestly. Everyone puts, like, the same bull Like, you put – it's just not not – it's not a reliable search engine, you know, because no one's honestly tagging the right things for it. They're just putting as many (laughs) as they can. Yeah. So I feel like because of that, it's, like, the most popular hashtags are just going to get you, like – bullshit account follows and like spam yeah, like things. yeah
1: yeah like the follow me follow right. for follow crap and
0: when I Whatever. stopped putting the hashtags I think I got more engagement I think that I was starting to a client and they are telling me that they are telling me like by if you put up like Instagram like the bots will recognize that like if I just put out a post and it does well and has engagement Instagram is gonna like wanna keep that up a bit oh, okay. more visible cause it's being viewed but if you're like Sucking the internet's dick, hashtagging the shit out of everything, tagging all this shit—it just looks like a spam account. If you tag every tap page and every of yeah. the you know, what I mean? especially like my wife in the beauty industry, I feel like every every person that does hair tags the same makeup accounts, the same hair. Like you like tap on their photo and it's just stacked with tags, and it's like, I feel like it's just gonna get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Makes sense. Yeah, but I don't really know how to wrangle it. I think, I think that Instagram the way I've been using it is using it. Way I think it's intended to be using. You post it, it's instantly up, there it is, walk away from it. You know? Yeah. And the more of it you put up, the more it can get seen. If you don't post shit, no one's going to see shit. You know?
1: Yeah. It's
0: a weird world. So then, so where were we? So you were at. Uh, All right, so concealed carry dude, cops walk in, he has a CC something something.
1: Yeah, the CCW. So I worked for him for like a few weeks Mm and then I reached out to my old boss and I like invited him out to lunch and I just, he showed up with his wife and they're like great people, you know? So like, right. I just like, I want my job back. <laughs> so he gave it back to me and right. then I worked for him. And I think I like, that was probably like after a year. And then I did like probably another year and then we got into it again and then I mm. left there and then I went and talked to Dirk over at Pussycat. Mm-hmm. Cause at, at that point I was, uh, what was I like? I, I was already living with ryan downey mm. so we were roommates and then uh he was working at pussycat mm-hmm. and uh Dirk was like asked me like and i was honest i was like i don't think i have the clientele you know he goes well go go work somewhere and start building your clientele come talk to me in a year so i went and i worked at for some uh some people on the strip that like they didn't even tattoo they didn't oh, even man. have tattoos but they just owned a bunch of shops around town and I got like tons of experience there, and like do they
0: buy out shops, or do they actually open them? They yeah. opened
1: them really, but they like they Bizarre. owned a bunch a bunch that were like smoke shops and like oh, right, yeah. but the one I worked at wasn't one, but mm-hmm. it was next to another one they owned, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might even say the name name'cause no uh, I don't yeah. even like, promote okay. them, but yeah, it was cool though, because like that shop had like turnover, you know you had right. a, it was on the um what would that be the north end of the strip when that there was a lot of stuff there going on. So you just have people walking in all day and it was not uncommon to like make a thousand bucks in a day.
0: Whoa.
1: It was crazy. But I wasn't smart with the money.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. You just going out every night with
1: it? Yeah, I was like oh three, I think I was like twenty four at that point, something right. like that. Yeah, going out every night. My rent at Ryan's house was like four hundred a month. Oh, whoa. I drove a two thousand dollar car that I bought cash and I was just broke Brolin all the it. time. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And then uh worked there for like a year and then i went and talked to dirk again and then he hired me at pussycat so i started there like 2004 on new year's day
0: and were you doing like were you trying to do the traditional gig paint and flash or were you just doing walk-ins at that point no like in the
1: beginning i was doing new school okay just doing it really that makes sense really bad yeah i was like 2001 yeah
0: that's the time for it
1: and I'll take it back to when I was at Tattoo Asylum. That's where I met Brian Seegers. Okay. And he's on the, he was doing all kinds of new school. And so, like, we were, like, you know, fucking around with that together. He did a bunch of tattoos on me and stuff. And right, yeah. Stayed in contact with him. Still in contact with him. Yeah. Really good dude. But, yeah, so at that point, like, Brian had worked at Pussycat, but he had already moved to Redlands. Uh, Ryan Downey was there. Um, Kent Kelly, I was taking his spot. But he like was moving in a few months. I got to work with him for a few months. Mm-hmm. Dave Logue, um, probably, I know I'm missing some people. This guy Joe Morrow, Jimmy Link. And I was friends with all these guys already for the most part, so it was easy to go work there. Mm-hmm. It was a fully custom shop, so that was Whoa. stressful. But it was actually cool, because like, it got everyone's overflow, you know?
0: Right, yeah.
1: And that's when I started doing more. like. Trying to do Japanese, you know, right. and doing really bad American traditional, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, I see.
0: I see some of. i seen some of the Japanese stuff you've done. I think you used to have some big stuff up.
1: Yeah, I've slowly taken it down because I don't feel that I've studied it enough to really I'm do it justice. To
0: touch it. I'm like, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't think I do it justice. I'll leave it to the guys that like are devoting their whole careers to yeah, it. Yeah, that makes know? sense. Yeah, so I worked there for five years. Whoa. Yeah, it was a good shop.
0: It what still is a that? good
1: shop. Uh, then I opened this place. Whoa, really? Yeah, in 2008.
0: And where were you at originally? You were, down, you were downtown? Where were you at exactly?
1: I was on 7th and Carson. Okay, now yeah. Now we're on Fremont and 11th. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: what, what did what did it look like then? Like, what was the neighborhood like then? Because before all the stuff got oh, shut down and stuff, right? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, the neighborhood was pretty bad still. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, where this location is, I wouldn't have walked down here.
0: Yeah, you were telling me, I think, like, I remember when I started guessing here a few years ago, that stuff had just gotten closed down, and you were telling me that, like, that corner was, like, the murder corner. Oh, like, that people would get like, shot up there and stuff. Yeah,
1: just on 15th, so right. four blocks down, the cops told me that that was, like, the highest, uh, was the highest, violent crime corner right, yeah. in, in the city. I
0: remember you telling me something like that and I remember also I remember the first time I came here I think like you shop help at the time was walking around the park and with like a sharps container and like a glove and they are picking up like syringes and human poop <laughs> yeah. and I was like whoa that's like a thing and he's like bro it's a thing and there yeah. was like and I remember I remember some odd statistic I think it was like It'd be like an average of a few a day or five or seven a day. And I remember a couple years later, I was like, oh, it was only a couple a day. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and I don't see one walking out there in a sharps
1: container. So maybe th- yeah. that's... I know. haven't seen the hypodermic needle in a long time. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I remember there was just like straight heroin dude poos outside. Yeah, there, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. you come in in the morning, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, someone shit just right by the door. Right. You just, like step over it. And-
0: I remember one time I came, it was like right on that corner, like that right... Right in that nook, yeah, There's a little poo spot right there. Yeah,
1: I think we added a light there since then, so it's not as comfortable. Oh for yeah, <laughs>
0: but they got music out there too. And yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome, soothing music
0: for. Yeah. Him. So what made you move spots over here?
1: So that spot, uh, this guy's billionaire, bought up a ton of stuff downtown, and he bought that building. Zappos, dude. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so he. Um, they wouldn't renew my lease. Mm. And so I was like, okay, I know it's coming, you know. And so I owned the shop with my two sisters. And mm-hmm. I told them, I was like, hey, we need to start, like, really preparing because we're probably going to get kicked out.
0: How long were you at that spot for?
1: Uh, Five years. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so we, just, just over five years we were there. And then they, you know, called me to meet me. And they're like... They were nicer to me than they were a lot of people. You know, they let me stay till this place was built out. They even told me that this place was vacant and that they didn't own it. Oh, really? So, that, so they own yeah. like that side of
0: the street or something.
1: They own like a lot of stuff, but they the landlord here is super great guy. But he would not sell to him because oh, he he yeah. didn't. I think he wasn't comfortable. And he he said that their uh, their offer was offensive. Huh. Yeah, and uh, he's been here since ninety seven. So yeah. you know he. Yeah, he's, he's excited to see the change, too, you know, but, like, it, they were they're kind of acting real shady in he's the beginning. He
0: a whole lot to his little chunk. It's yeah. Everything happened around it. It's good.
1: Yeah, and uh, so he, the, the billionaire bought all these uh, motels around here where people were living, you yeah. know, the weekly, you know, rentals and right. stuff. And so he kicked everyone out, and that cleaned things up a lot. Whoa. It's kind of shitty though, because in the in the mix, a lot of old older people that mm-hmm. were on fixed incomes got kicked out too, and right, pretty sad. But the, he just treated everyone that was here before like they were shitty. And what do you think? To, happen,
0: what happened with all the displaced people? Did they scoot to a different area of town. Yeah, or?
1: they just got moved down down the road further. Yeah.
0: Damn. Just, you know, all these motels are really cool looking. They're like that one, like Peter Pan looking one, like the sign. He owns that one too. I want to like, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's neat. I would love to have seen all those signs lit up.
1: Right. You know? The cool thing that that guy is doing is he's uh, rehabbing the signs.
0: All the, and also, like, the little art installations and doing something with yeah. them, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't really hate the guy. Just he could have went about things
0: differently. Yeah. It's cool you were able to still keep a spot in the neighborhood and get this
1: Yeah. One. This is, like, the only thing that he didn't own.
0: And such a bitchin' storefront, too. Like, it just... It's so, like, you know? Yeah. That, uh, that bar reminded me of that do you remember that viral video of the surfer guy the, the blah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so like so who was working for you over at that spot uh, at the first downtown did you have a full shop? was Ryan over there yet? so,
1: so it was only a four man shop because the okay. way the health department used to be you'd have to separation walls in between the stations. Really?
0: Can it be like a bullpen open thing?
1: No, and you had to have 100 square feet per station. So just the way it was set up, it was like there was windows on the side and the front, so it was hard to put stations on the side. So we only had four stations. So it was me plus three guys. And it was like... Mm. I had a a few guys through there, but um, quite a few guys through there, really. Mm -hmm. But Ryan, I against my... Like I, I don't. Know, I didn't want to apprentice anyone, but I mm-hmm. apprenticed him because he's just, was just kind of stupid not to. Right. And Ryan, uh, he stayed with me since. Yeah, he's a man. Been here probably like, been with me like six, seven years now. Yeah. And then, yeah, that he's the only one that was from there, and then yeah.
0: Was him. Eric? Did Eric start here, or was Eric over there too? Eric started there.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's why I didn't want to apprentice Ryan because I. Had a, I had apprentice Eric. Yeah. And I was kind of like firm believer you should only like give it to one person. Okay. You don't want to like oversaturate it. Right. And then, but it was just, I don't know, at that point, like it was just Ryan just hanging out and painting. And like when his painting started to become like as good as mine, if not better, I was like, well, this is kind of. something. You know, and he's studying the history of tattooing and stuff like that. And it just yeah. worked out. I'm glad I did it because he's a great tattooer. It
0: seems like it's kind of like like the little trio like you these are kind of like the glue like that held it together like I feel like I don't know like how did you get such a co-adhesive like everyone's on the same fucking page are you like just making people paint how, how does this happen like how do you get such a is it luck or are you just no
1: everyone's required to paint a sheet of flash a week, week yeah or they get fined a hundred bucks yeah, I like that I've never find anyone though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think I not, threaten it though.
0: But I think I think not painting it like it, it, it kind of manages the show. It kind of takes care of it because if everyone's working hard and painting sheets, even if they're busy, they're doing it on day off or whatever, and you're the only person not doing it, it really points the finger to like who you know is dipping out or who you yeah. know cares. And also, I think it's kind of a way of like holding people. Like you know, this shop is a reflection of who's in it. You know. And if you're painting sheets every week and you've worked here for years and this whole section is you, like, this is your spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has... It's not like everyone's working for you and it's your show. Like, I feel like the shop is a reflection of everyone in it, you know? Yeah. And everyone that comes through it, they come through and they they do their little corner and put their stuff up. And I like all the crafty stuff. I always leave super inspired, you know? That's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. Like... All every little fucking thing flashing underneath the little desks and like like your carts and just, I don't know, It's I always feel like I learn something new every time I come through here, you know? And like, was it was that something like collaborative or was that happening around the, did you like, when you open your spot, were you like, I know how I want this laid out?
1: Yeah, so when I was doing a lot of conventions with Ryan Downey and we lived together mm-hmm. we got we had like a lot of like time in the car, you know, and he told me like you know i want to open a shop one day and i want a requirement that every guy paints flash yeah and i think he might even said a sheet a week for the shop he's like if you're gonna work for me you're gonna fucking have pride in the shop and you're gonna contribute yeah and then you know things didn't work out he he opened a shop you know and i don't think that ever happened for him but it stuck in my mind and when i opened i was like that's what i want and uh everyone like you know there's been guys that like haven't contributed or whatever but like
0: those guys aren't here
1: those guys aren't here and exactly. they and they didn't leave their mark right you know what I mean like there's guys that I personally do not like that worked here and their flash is still hanging up you right. know like I'm not gonna take it down right you're part of it yeah we may we may be friends again we may not but who knows yeah
0: I don't know it's just it's just a cool like especially I remember I feel like you started filling the ceiling up only like a couple years <laughs> ago and I remember it's, it just seemed like it filled up really fast yeah. It went quickly. You know what I mean?
1: That was like a lot of the older sheets. So we just kind of like. So I'm a took off the lobby wall. at first, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, we just seemed to go pretty quick. I think quick. that was
0: probably like two years. Because I think that was like. I think it was when your seventh anniversary here was when
1: you guys were doing the lobby. Well, when did you start coming out here?
0: I think it was like six or fifth. It would have been. So I, I already had California Street. Thirteen. It was probably two thousand
1: fourteen. Okay, because yeah. we have one of your the first sheet you gave me is right. in the lobby. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I didn't just put it right up in the lobby. But right. Somehow it ended up in there, and that's when we first started hanging up.
0: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was.
1: It, it wasn't was the lobby. 14. It's in the hallway now.
0: I think I saw. It's one of the Burt Grimsons. Yeah, yeah I think the, I think it is a lot, it's on the opposing wall over there.
1: Yeah, uh, you put the you put the date. Yeah, that you were, that I was you, gonna make this my flyer. Yeah, a yeah a it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I think we moved it back there to the guest artist wall.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so cool to see this place like move and shaped and everything about it. My next spot is gonna be a total rip off of this spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Fucking cool. So cool.
1: Yeah, we've had like a lot of guest artists bring us sheets or send us sheets yeah. too, which is cool. You That's know? What I'm saying.
0: It's like a reflection of like everyone. You see all these little marks in time. You know what I mean? And it's cool to have seen it develop. You know, I wish I was, wish I was around. Could have seen the other spot. You know,
1: the other spot wasn't anything you know? like this. No, I like this one a lot better. Yeah, that one was like, I don't know. Me and a couple friends went in and built it out. You know, so right. it was like kind of fast. I half-assed. like the open
0: layout too. It's nice. You know.
1: Yeah, and you could, like, I mean, you came to the shop party. What, do we have, like, 30 guys tattooing in That here? was insane. I yeah. remember,
0: I remember like, the, the seven-year anniversary was pretty mellow, I think. Well, no, it was still packed, but, but yeah, this one that was, like, a couple months ago was gnarly. Yeah, it was good. Cool. It was fun. It was, like, a, it was, like, convention times ten. Yeah. Yeah. How many people do we have tattooing at the same time? At least 12, 14? So 30 people, 20 artists? Something
1: like yeah, probably half of them tattooing at once. I yeah, don't know. Yeah,
0: it was up there. I remember it was, like.
1: What's there, like? client, yeah. too. It was yeah.
0: packed. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. That was my first time meeting Brian, too. And and Osh. and uh, You know, another thing, too, another thing I would attribute to you is not only, like, coming here and guesting getting inspired from you directly and everyone that's been through here, but a lot of, like, a lot of, like, me traveling and shit, a lot of that has been from this shop. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Like, a lot of little things, like, from having <laughs> other guests here, like, you know, just little things, like I was telling you when, uh, when Josh had guested and he was next to me right on this wall I was right there and Josh was right there and I met him and he had uh, the shop in, in Denver and oh uh, Josh Reed yeah and he had told me you know if you want to come through this and that and I was like yeah I'll come through and he's like yeah whenever you want to I'm like dude I'll come through don't don't invite me you know and I went like the next month you know Yeah. and then also like um, me going and hanging out with Christian in a couple of days like met him here and then um, I don't know a lot of people a lot of good people you know I feel like this shop has, like, really good, it sounds hippy-dippy, but it's got good energy, good, like, vibes, you know what I mean? <laughs> I come awesome. here, and I'm happy, you know? And I think I think that that flash thing, that little rule, really sorts people out. It keeps those vibes right, you know? Like, you only work here because you want to be a part of this and make your, a tribute to it, you Yeah,
1: know? That's, yeah. I, I think that uh, seems like the newer, not newer, but the people that have, started working here in the last few years aside from maybe one or you know right um have all like come and wanted to be part of that like like right. when Amanda started here you know she just so, she's been pumping out flash since she you know, I mean she was before but I mean right it's crazy and it's all like she's putting it on the main wall you know like it's right. pretty awesome
0: I love that little desk she has it fits in there so good yeah so cool yeah so how long have you been tattooing in total? Like how do you how do you count the years? Do you count? I don't them? I don't count the amateur stuff. Yeah, no. it's a hard one. That, yeah,
1: I, I think that's cheesy, man. That do you ain't... count
0: the apprenticeship time?
1: No, I count I count from the the first time I made money on a tattoo. Okay, yeah. I think I made like I think it was sixty bucks is our minimum, and I did a kanji. Sick. Fucking tight. That day <laughs> I didn't go to my pizza job. Really? And yeah. I just no call no show. And I was like fuck it, man. I'm doing this.
0: And that was the day you're out.
1: That was the day I was out. Went, went and picked up my check like next week and Damn. told the guy I'm like sorry man yeah they needed me
0: so did they like you when you finished your apprenticeship did you like tat- homie or tattoo your friend or was it just straight take this walk in, handle this kanji or how would you sway that
1: So I, I'd done some on friends obviously mm-hmm. did my first one on myself you know? right and then did some on friends and like I remember like I was tattooing my friend Andy he's since passed away but mm. I was doing a, a Sailor Jerry pinup girl the one where she's holding like the little uh, I think it's like was it a heart where she's no, it's like heart? a little leaf, and I think it hmm. might, might might be something like biblical. I think it's okay. like uh, it's supposed to be Eve or something like that. Hmm. I think. Um, and I was doing that on his leg, and I remember Brian Seegers. He was working there. And pretty he, advanced move, like that. Yeah, it was my <laughs> first one on another human in a in a shot. Could have went with the kanji on that and one. Brian came by to grab something, and I remember he like went out like. Told like he had his baby and his wife at the time in the car and he came back in and he just helped me out and he told me later he was like, dude, like I told him to go home because you needed help. They should not have let you do that. It was Mm. a pinup girl with no clothes. There was no hiding any of the lines, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so like yeah, they were let me just (sighs) tattoo anyone really, you know, and any drawing was crazy.
0: Fucking wild. So did you start, like, really, like, bucking down painting Flash when you opened the first downtown? Like, I gotta fill these walls
1: figure it out? I've I've always painted a lot. Yeah. But it was more just, like, paintings and stuff. But, yeah, it was, uh, I wish I would have done Flash all these years. You know, I I did a sheet, or not sheet, a set in, like, 03. Yeah. Then I did a set right after that with my friend, uh, Rogério, who's now, he's that pussy guy's been there a long time. Mm -hmm. And then... Did a couple random sheets after that until I opened the shop, and then it was just mostly flat.
0: How many sheets are you pumping out a week, man? I feel like you're always – I feel like it's always.
1: Depends on the week, right. how busy
0: I am. At least a couple, though, no?
1: I try to, yeah. Yeah. It depends, on, like, on my mood because sometimes I just want to steal old designs, right. and then sometimes I don't get any, like – I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of that. Right, you know, So yeah. I try to come up with new designs.
0: I've been liking the – like, the layouts you've been doing lately have been kind of like – you had like stick with kind of like a theme, like the Mickey Mouse one today. Like you, it kind of forces you to to figure out the whole thing. Yeah, stuff, you know what I mean. And then it's like, yeah. all right, mark that one off this Or that Panther, the Panther had all the prices. Oh yeah, it all the me same of, head. I love it. It reminds I mean, me of like the Bert Grimm sheet with the, the chest eagles. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: um, I think I stole it from that one, and like the idea from that one. And then there was another one. I think it was it a Bob Shaw that sheet's around here somewhere. The the Panther one. Yeah. I think Bob Shaw did a sheet like that too. That was like a lot of Panthers but then there was like another one in there too Right, right yeah. and I was like I'm just gonna do all Panthers
0: yeah that's genius I wanna do I wanna like rip that same Panther I did one of them I filled in all the negative space like yellow and I thought ooh I could fill the negative space in brown oh I could fill it on green look like a velvet painting I oh yeah, yeah. so I was thinking about like I could do six and do like you know a brown one a yellow red a green one like maybe even a pink one like a should pink do color. like all the, the rainbow yeah. yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be sweet yeah, that's a really versatile one, and that one's like, that one's gonna age to be a really cool blob. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, right. you know what I mean, it's yeah. really
0: like you can see what it is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of rainbow, I got my. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Park. See another sheet like laid out like that. that's so cool. <laughs> but you get you get burnt on your old sheets though. A lot of the ones that I was like, "I want to tap that." Uh, let's do let's do something else like the cool cat ones you had. Which ones are? The ones that were like the old Halloween like uh, reference uh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Those are cool.
1: Yeah, I think that's on the ceiling now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to get
0: the, like I wanted the banjo one. You're like, ah, oh, pick something else. I'll do it. Yeah, I need to get. It. Have you done any of those?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: No, those things are cool, man. Thanks. Finally we'll got do. fucking tattooed by you today.
1: Oh yeah. I'm so <laughs>
0: stoked. you are like the best one too. I'll
1: have to get tattooed by you next time you're out. Yeah, that'd be tight. I'd be honored. I just hate getting tattooed. Do you even have
0: room left? Do you have a torso? What do you, you? Your yeah. arms and legs are full or what?
1: Uh, I have the room on my thighs. That's about okay, it. Okay,
0: sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get up in there <laughs> yeah it's like that spot
1: you got upper thigh the
0: spot you got cured like a couple months back oh yeah that was way up there
1: <laughs> i got to know him really well <laughs> <laughs> felt the heat on that yeah
0: one. Uh, fucking a man yeah we're missing any gaps or should we get home
1: when we get home yeah I'm all right hungry
0: if you want to follow Buddy, Buddy Holiday on Instagram, Downtown Tattoo Las Vegas on Instagram, yeah. do you have any other social media? Do you fuck with Facebook or anything like that?
1: I'm on Facebook, but it's more for family and friends. Facebook's lame. Yeah.
0: I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time of sitting down with me after we worked all day. Really, yeah, man? I appreciate it's it. It's awesome. Fun, it was fun.
1: Yeah. Thank wasn't you, as dude. nervous as I usually am. It's on easy, camera. right? Yeah. I just didn't look at the camera. just yeah, so don't
0: look at it. <laughs> I love you, dude. Thank <laughs> you. Too.